Catch a boat to England, baby Maybe to Spain Wherever I've gone Wherever I've been and gone Wherever I have gone The blues run the game Send out for whiskey, baby Send out for gin Me and room service, honey Me and room service, mama Me and room service We are living a life of sin When I'm not sleeping, honey You are on my mind When I'm not sleeping, honey I ain't sleeping, mama sleeping you know you'll find me crying try another city baby another town wherever I've gone wherever I've been and gone wherever I have gone the blues come following round living is a gamble baby loving's much the same wherever i have gone wherever i've rolled them dice wherever i have gone the blues are all the same when i'm not drinking baby someplace down the line when i ain't drinking honey i ain't drinking mama when i ain't drinking oh you know you'll find me crying to catch a boat to england baby maybe to spain wherever i've gone wherever i've been and gone wherever i have gone the blues run the game BFF, this is I, Sensitive Urban Female. Uh, this is Slightly Sobbing. It's a reboot of a show that I did here about a year ago. Um, today, we have a very special guest of Sir Moses. Say, what's up, Moses? What's up? What's up? Our theme today is toxic masculinity because we both think that that's a pretty important to- uh, topic. <laughs> um, but anyways, do you want to kind of touch on why we picked that topic, Moses? Just kind of your experience with it and just how it's kind of yeah. shaped you, I guess? <clears throat> I don't know. Um, after you and I were, like, spitballing about what we should talk about and, like, this was a topic that came up, I was, like, obviously, like, I feel very passionate about it but wasn't feeling like maybe I was the best person to represent it. But essentially, like, it has affected me uh, growing up as, like, a, a male or identifying male in this world or a young boy. Um, I don't know. I think like it's very prominent and it is super detrimental to like most folks that don't really fit the mold, whether it be like a woman or a man or like, you know, um, anyone really, if you don't really fit that specific mold. Um, so I think that's kind of how I feel about it specifically. Mm -hmm. Um, what about yourself? I don't know. I feel like, I mean, I know that you're like, oh, I don't really think I can like talk about this because it's kind of like, you know more of a 
like i guess femme topic like to have criticism of it but i don't think that that's true necessarily i think that if you're constructive and you kind of can recognize like the actual like toxic toxic masculinity that's not necessarily like ingrained in every like male or even female sometimes you know mm-hmm. but it's just it's just a thing where you can recognize it and it's like it's like racism almost right like everyone is fucking racist because it's just like ingrained in your life but it's kind of how you unpack that and how you make your brain unthink those type of thoughts so it's kind of the same with toxic masculinity like i don't think everybody's racist i think people judge off of appearances i I don't think everyone's racist i think that everyone has like racist tendencies that they don't really understand as like microaggressions you know yeah because like it's so ingrained in our society exactly and you have to relearn things and like that's kind of how i felt about like the masculinity part and uh the misogyny because growing up like out here or just anywhere even like on the playground like it's just introduced to you at such a young age totally and i mean like it's it's so known that like boys are supposed to be tough blah 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 like they're supposed to not cry like the boys will be boys thing like that's just such an integral part of yeah our community and our spaces and it's just like it needs to be broken down where it's like it doesn't need to be like that it's difficult like those two things that you just said that like kind of outlined or described like a man like being tough and not crying it's it's strange because like i feel like me and my friends and we were growing up like none of us were really that tough and we also (laughs) cried a lot yeah (laughs) so it was like the two opposites of did you get made fun of though like were people like do you think that you guys were kind of on the outside of like other quote-unquote normal boys type thing where yeah you know like how was how is that kind of thing so there wasn't like a lot of us it was like me and maybe like one other dude <laughs> like one other kid growing up yeah um we had like friends but like inside of the small friends group there was still like outsiders mm-hmm. uh, where i notice it most is probably like with my family at a younger age mm-hmm. because i wasn't very social growing up i didn't have any friends but like <laughs> yeah, yeah that's fine like none of us really have a lot of real friends growing up and like yeah, it right, was hard right. for me because like there was like a like a like a racial dimension to it because like i grew up in like a working class neighborhood and like there weren't a lot of people from like the middle east around yeah but then like at home like put all those topics aside like i was still like judged towards like being a man and like my responsibilities and like what i should be doing and like what i liked and from like like I don't know, as far as I can remember, I've always felt more comfortable in, like, rooms with women or their top, like, the topics that women talk about Mm -hmm. because it seems more emotionally, like, honest. Yeah. Instead of, like, and not to, like, dislike dudes that talk about stuff because, like, sometimes it's great to talk about, like, quote-unquote dude stuff. But, like, I just thought, like, the conversations that were being held amongst my, like, sisters, friends, and my moms and my aunts were, like, more interesting because it just seemed more genuine. Yeah, totally. Whereas, like, sometimes when you're a young man, like, the conversations are kind of the same. And, like, everyone's just putting up a front. I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, I mean, and I think that, like, at least from my growing up standpoint, like, women were forced to have more, like, emotional intelligence. Like, they were like, oh, you need to take care of these people and you need to, like, make sure you're thinking of this person. Where it's like, I don't necessarily feel like my brothers had to, like, do that or were taught that. Who put those feelings on you about like what a woman should do i mean i think like just like even media like you know not so much my like mom i guess but like i just like saw it in like the media and like my friends parents and like it's kind of just like 
learned too because I didn't have a dad growing up. So my mom, you know, had to take care of everybody. And I saw that in other people's families, even when they did have a dad, where the mom was taking care of everything, where she was like, you know, the one that was comforting, the one that was like, okay, tucking you in at night. And like, it was kind of just like the norm where it's like, and like little girls, you know, have just been taught to like that they can cry and it's like not a big deal. But like little boys are like, man up. So it's just kind of like that when you phrase, grow up. That phrase, man up, is so... So, yeah, that's like the epitome of toxic masculinity. <laughs> it's so messed up. I'll um, still find like, you know, my parents or like my dad using things like that or even like people in the workplace. And it's it's strange because it's so... It goes by so easily unnoticed. But like yeah. if you really think about it, like it stems back to like just me not feeling like up to par with anything. Like before, like when you're younger, you don't understand like these complexes. All you understand is like the feeling that it makes you feel when people say that to you. Yeah. So like I think it just like starts. It's like almost like the gateway to like depression and anxiety and self-esteem issues. Because like from a young age, you're just like told that like you should be this and you're not there. And it doesn't come naturally to you. Yeah, totally. Um, well, let's uh, riff off that a little bit later. Up next, we're having I Tweaked When I Saw Your Face by Never Fr- or, sorry, Nether Friends and Soul Food Horns. Um, so we'll be back. This is Slightly Sobbing on BFF.FM. My guest here is Moses, and I am sensitive urban female. Alone. At least I got my iPhone. 
just as alone At least I got my iPhone And I think about you, and I turn blue 
dragging my dirty shoes Cindy skips my trampoline and then I lose And that's what I think about when I hear the silver
listening to Slightly Sobbing on BFF.fm. We are here with Moses. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know no, that was my good. cue. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we are talking about toxic masculinity today because guess what, guys? We are sad again. We are rebooting the sadness. Yay. Okay, anyways, but so we were kind of talking about why we chose the topic earlier in the show, but I kind of want to talk about what experience you Moses have had with like toxic masculinity like when did you first like kind of realize that that even was like a thing like that had a name probably like six months ago really (laughs) like I mean the term totally is like more of a newer thing but I think once you understand the word and what it represents or the term or like what the behavior more or less yeah once you understand what the behavior is after you've learned about it you can start making sense of how much it's played into your life. Like before you're an alcoholic or you know what alcoholism is, totally. you just get fucked up. <laughs> but once like you realize like what things are, like you're, you're like able to like reflect. So I think like after understanding the behavior, reflecting on like my life, I think it has been prominent in my life probably at a very young age. Yeah. Um, I would say like even like, first and second grade really i mean like what what exactly like happened so like you said you were more like sensitive obviously growing up than like your other like i guess male classmates yeah like Like, did you ever get teased and stuff like did you think that you were like out of like the normal spectrum i guess for like a a young boy so like uh you know i guess back then you were just called a mama's boy or like a sissy girl Mm-hmm. or things like that so like they weren't the same like these people or these young boys or these people and cl- kids because sometimes it was even like young girls that would yeah. like tease me uh you know maybe it wasn't toxic masculinity but it was like essentially representing like the lack of masculinity that i represented in like being a first grader which is like yeah. bullshit because yeah, like, there's like, like what the hell you're six like yeah they're just like oh you're a mama's boy or like you're a sissy boy or like other really derogatory Tory terms and I don't know like really it made sense to me when I was like a few years ago I was driving to LA with my mom and my brother and uh, my mom basically like explained the reason why I am how I am Mm -hmm. and uh, like long story short is like when she was like carrying me um, 
my dad's mom was like really verbally abusive to her and like she had oh she gosh. she basically said she had like a nervous breakdown while holding me like when she was carrying me and like to the point like my mom's my dad's mom was like telling her like she's like not worthy and like wanted my dad to leave her oh my gosh so sad yeah so you're like, the oldest right no i'm the middle child oh, so like okay. my parents have an arranged marriage which mm-hmm. is fucking rad because they're still together like 37 years this year yeah and like happy as shit but originally like it was difficult and my dad's a g because like you know they got arranged my mom met my dad like a week before they got married mm-hmm. is that normal in I my mean, culture like, it is okay. yeah yeah their brothers were friends oh okay cool so that's how they knew each other so my dad was like stoked they got married they had one child which is my sister and like after that like my grandma my dad's mom was like no like my mom isn't like good enough and like had my dad like like was trying to persuade my dad to leave and Mm -hmm. my dad's like no she's had like my child like i'm with her like my her ride or die and when my dad would go to work like she was really abusive towards my mom so like essentially fast forward like 20 years or something like i just think i'm this depressed sad kid and my mom's like you know we're driving up the five and she's like well moses like there's a reason like while you and i have like this connection and like while you're anxious and you have depression and like when i was a child i had like night terrors yeah and she explained it to me and my brother and it made sense for the first time so i guess like i'm just like i was like sensitive that way yeah but i don't think that really like was validation for people treating me like shittily like like really badly but i just think it was like rare and kids are mean yeah kids are super mean and i feel like most kids kind of flock with the crowd so if someone's like oh that guy's like a sissy yeah you're like yeah that kid's a sissy even though you're not even thinking for yourself and i feel like that kind of changes like maybe towards the end of high school or even college but like some people just go with the masses like current like it's mass mentality and you know i'm not gonna lie like i've been part of it yeah me too growing up like once i like grew up a little bit like i've definitely been in scenarios when i've been like a bully towards people Uh, when I've probably even, like, expressed some, like, toxic masculinity to, like, ex-girlfriends or whatnot. But, like, when you're 22 or 26, like, young, like, I think it's it's fucked up when you don't really have, like, someone to show you the way. Yeah. Totally. And especially when you're coming from, like, this really hurt place also. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, so to answer your question, to go back, like, I recognize with being, like, a little different or, like, more sensitive or, like, more feminine at a very young age yeah i mean like it's it's just so it's just so like interesting and i mean i feel like toxic masculinity kind of like bleeds in when guys are just very very like almost homophobic too like where they're like oh like i can't be friends with this guy because like and because he's gay or like things like that where it's like it like bleeds into so many sections of everybody's life like there are things where, you know, it doesn't affect everybody, you know, like certain things. But I feel like toxic masculinity around the board just kind of like kind of messes with everybody. Yeah. Like, I mean, even stripping away the the word toxic, I think masculinity is just fucked up because like I don't really recognize any good with just the word masculinity. Like, yeah, I mean, I think that. What does that really mean, right? Like, I guess, uh, yeah, no, I see what you're saying, but I feel like maybe, like, if you're kind of just going with the bare bones of masculinity, it's like masculinity is like strength and it's like, like, confidence and you know all these things which are good. And I think that like fem, like, anybody can 
be masculine mm-hmm. and anybody can be feminine but like the way that it gets murky and like oh yeah messed up is like if you only think that it goes with one like gender preference mm-hmm. and, and then you know people yeah yeah Just, yeah i see what you're saying but i don't know i mean like I don't think masculinity is innately bad. I just think that people construe it and only think that it can be with the male, uh, like, chosen gender, you know? Well, that, and then also, you know, like, when you don't have it, you're, like, less for it. And then when you have it, you're entitled to, like, put it on other people, essentially, right? Yeah. Like, you as a woman, like, kind of shifting gears, like, how did you... Like, what are your experiences with it? Like, well, dad, guess, like, brothers, boyfriends, teachers? I mean, no, so, like, I actually will riff off this. We, <laughs> you know about this, and, like, I don't know if all my listeners do, but I, so I wrestled in eighth grade, right? And that's a totally masculine sport. Uh-huh. We had one other girl on the wrestling team. The reason I did it was literally a dare, you guys. Like, I'm not even lying. Like, it was, like, fucking dumb. Like, someone's like, you won't do it. And I was Wait, like, what yeah, grade was this? Uh, eighth grade. Sick. and i was like yeah i will and then so i did it and it was like kind of a joke at first but then i really liked it because i was like really good at it i had like all this pent-up aggression that i didn't realize i had and i could get it out on people like m- like messing with them like essentially you know like wrestling them. yeah so i did that and there would be so many dads that would get so pissed when the, their sons would have to wrestle me because they'd be like that's wrong that's not like appropriate you're gonna make this like boy wrestle a girl and be embarrassed or like hurt a girl like that's it like that's messed up and i'm like this is a sport i'm opting to do it no one has to be embarrassed if i'm better than your son i'm sorry if your son beats me he beat me like Mm -hmm. i'm not i'm choosing to do this i understand that like strengths are different but like they aren't in eighth grade like no one's like you know like as muscular and it's it's like if i want to wrestle a boy we should be able to wrestle a boy like it's a sport it's like a skill sport yes it's a strength sport but it's also a skill sport you know did you get support from like your family and friends when you oh my family thought it was like kick-ass but i think it was mostly because it was like tokenizing almost you know like oh like we have a girl wrestler like yeah like and it felt a little bit like that like now that you think back on it but my like coach was really supportive everyone on my team was really supportive they thought it was cool like all of them would wrestle with me, but they knew me, you know? So it was, like, yeah. a little bit different context. This would be at, like, especially, like, my my team was, like, really cool. But, like, we would go to places, like, up north, you know? Like, who are a little bit more conservative and, like, do not think that women Like, past be, Sacramento, because you were in Sacramento, Yeah, right? we were in Sacramento, which is also really conservative, but, like, up, like, in Redding area. And, and like the teams stuff. weren't, like, separated, like, where there was, like, a girl... Like, because they have, like, boys they do, basketball and girls basketball. They do in high school because, like, mm. the, like, strengths are different, obviously. Like, yeah. Like, but in eighth grade, no. Mm-hmm. There's no, like... I mean, like, I pinned, like, half the kids I wrestled. And it was, like, fair and square. It wasn't, like, I, they were, like, going easy on me. You know, like, I just had the skills. And, like, I was pretty big. Like, I mean, like, for, like, how short I was, I, like, weighed, like, 110 pounds in eighth grade, you know? So I would wrestle the same weight as me. So essentially, they should have the same strength as me if they're weighing the same, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was a, essentially like that. But, I mean, like, neither here nor there. It was just, like, I just remember the dads getting so mad. And it was, like, so funny to me because I'm, like, okay, like, your your ego is so, like, fragile that you're going to be upset that, like, a 13-year-old girl is wrestling your son. Like, okay. It and it was specifically because sense. you weren't, like, you were a woman 
Because, oh, it was definitely because I was a girl. Because I could see like a dad or a person being upset regardless just because they're competitive. Yeah, no, it was definitely only because I was a girl. Yeah. There's yeah. like things said to you about that. Oh, yeah. All the time they'd be like, you shouldn't be doing this. I'm uh, like, okay. That's yeah, fucked up. <laughs> so anyways, but uh, that's like my like main like kind of like story of like, oh, these people think that I'm not allowed to do this sport because I'm not like the same gender as like the masses for the sport yeah and it was like i mean like it, it wasn't necessarily like toxic masculinity but it was just like masculinity embodied in like a sport which was like kind of unfair you know i mean i think what we're talking about is like there's like these like like small like beginnings of like toxic masculinity because like now like that dude that got beat by you like his dad is like probably like right like riding on him and stuff which i did feel bad about sometimes you know like their dads would get like super mad at them because they didn't pin me or whatever and it was just like i'm sorry like you wouldn't be this mad if it was another dude pinning your son like maybe you would be mad yeah like you know because you're like which is another thing it's like you shouldn't be putting all this pressure on your kids to be to be like these types of people yeah but whatever i don't know masculinity feels like almost forced like it's like if you want to be you know like viewed as more masculine than feminine then that's like totally fine but it shouldn't be like an end-all be-all like there's definitely like spectrums and you should be embracing both at all times that yeah yeah um but anyways let's uh segue back into some music so that (laughs) we have a little bit of a lighter (laughs) uh time Hey Mommy by Sylvanesso is going to be up next. Then it's going to be Boyish by Japanese Breakfast. And um, all of these songs kind of go along the vein of, I don't know, masculinity. Hey Mommy is about literally like a guy like catcalling Sylvanesso. So, you know, take a listen. Have a good time. We'll be here. We'll be back. Thank you guys all for tuning in. She owns the eyes as she flies by through the sound, moving her body all around town. Hey, mommy, hey, mommy, I know what you want, I know what you want, I know what you want. Sooner or later, the dudes at bodegas will hold their lips and own this shit. Coming to terms on a shivery tip, but I'm here, she don't know the gravity she holds as she pulls on the eyeballs of all the kids standing tall. She walked up to she walked up she walked up to Oh, a lady, she don't know how she goes. She walked up to she walked up to she walked like a baby. Look 
everybody we are back this is slightly sobbing on bff.fm i am sensitive urban female and we are with moses hey how's it going so we decided that it would probably be good to uh tell the definition of toxic masculinity for those of you that don't know it because like moses said he didn't know it like until six months ago i don't think i knew it until like five months ago i don't know like somewhere within the last year as well So the Wikipedia (laughs) definition of toxic masculinity is the concept of toxic masculinity is used in psychology and gender studies to refer to certain norms of masculine behavior in North America and Europe that are associated with harm to society and to men themselves. I didn't know that it was just Northern and Europe, but whatever. Um, Anyways, it keeps going by saying, Traditional stereotypes of men as socially dominant along with related traits such as misogyny and homophobia can be considered toxic due to their uh, promotion of violence, including sexual assault and domestic violence. Other stereotypically masculine traits such as self-reliance and emotional repression are correlated with increased psychological problems in men such as depression, increased stress, and substance abuse. So... I think we obviously kind of touched on all of these a little bit, but I don't real quick. I don't think it's actually just in Europe and America. I don't either like, because I think it's I'm like... from Pakistan. And yeah, like <laughs> the to- the amount of toxic masculinity that I see in my uncles and like just growing up, and my dad like, and even in movies like I definitely think it's it's, it's worldwide. For it's sure. everywhere. Like from the beginning of time, like everyone has the role, and somewhere along the line like it got fucked up where to the point like it is harmful towards people it's interesting like because i mean obviously this is kind of a trait that is incorporated but i just kind of didn't think about it on the forefront but like sexual assault like that's totally masculinity where it's like this girl wanted to like have sex i didn't need to ask her i could just see it in her eyes and it's like what the fuck like that's happened to me where i'm like oh i'm in an uncomfortable situation and i need to figure out how to get out of this yeah it's like entitlement and then like if they're like told like hey like that wasn't chill they're like well she like was asking for it because her skirt was short yeah she drank the drink that i bought her yeah like oh i deserved to take her home because she just drank my drinks that i bought her all night so like she better put out like i've heard shit like that all the time and that's like such an interesting take on toxic masculinity that i actually kind of just like got spurred by this definition but it's like so prevalent well like if you consider like the way that my weird brain thinks about things is sometimes it's like there's like you know subject a and Mm -hmm. what consists of subject a is like and our subject a here that we're talking about is like toxic masculinity right so what makes up toxic masculinity i think it's like narcissism entitlement you know yeah like lack of empathy yeah so like you put a few of those things and ma- I'm obviously i'm missing like a ton of things but like with the, the thing that you just mentioned like where people like think that they're entitled to that or like that person that they harmed deserved it like that's really um i think at the core of like what's wrong with society and maybe that's opening it up to like a broader subject and we can peel back to like toxic masculinity but like you do you know what i'm saying yeah no totally i mean it's just like it's just so many different things that i feel like this this whole world is like based on because like women can have those traits of toxic masculinity like i've been teased about things 
And I've even had like, and maybe it's not toxic masculinity, but it's like other traits that make up toxic masculinity, like the entitlement, the narcissism. But um, yeah, maybe I'm just like going off in a rabbit hole about this kind of stuff. No, I mean, it's just like, it's so many dudes, like just so many dudes. And there's, I like, I feel like, the Bay Area, especially with the people that I associate with, I'm, like, in this little bubble. So, I'm, like, oh, that doesn't really happen. Like, it happens, like, with people who are, like, kind of friends of friends. But, like, anybody that I'm associated with currently, it's not a problem. But it's, like, I've had to work my way to get to that point being it's not a problem. Like, you know? your group of friends? Yeah, totally. Like, there have been, like, you know, people I've even, like, been close friends with where I'm, like, oh, you are kind of messed up. Like, you think that you deserve this person's attention and, like... You think that you are better than other people because you are literally a dude. And that's, like, why you think that. Wow, that's kind of cool that your group of friends are like that. Like, you know, uh, I mean, I have, like, a group of, fr- like, friends here and there through, like, the bands that I play and, like, like the punk scene. And, like, I think from a distance, everyone feels, like, very aware and, like, woke, quote-unquote. Yeah. But you know, spending time and, like, meeting people and, like, really learning people, you realize that, like, these bad traits are really ingrained in us and it's really hard to get rid of. And I'll be the first to say that, like, you know, I'm constantly working on myself and, like, I've never really identified with, like, being a masculine person. Yeah. And I'm 34 now and I'm still finding myself, like, learning from the people that are in my life and correcting myself. Like... Mm -hmm. You know, I play in one band with two women and another band with another woman. And I'm close with all these other people and different types of people. And, you know, I'm nowhere near perfect. So, like, I would even, like, challenge you to, like, maybe start, like, having, like, more, like, I would say, like, in-depth conversations with your friends. Because I think there's room to grow for everybody. Oh, no, totally. I mean, I think that, yeah, no. Like, for instance, ready? ready for this i have a friend from college or from high school who i have a couple friends from high school i have like so i had three really good guy friends right two of them they all live in la two of them are still really good friends with one of them that's like i'm not gonna name names because they're gonna Mm -hmm. listen to this and it's like not worth it but two of them are friends with this one and it's like they he so the reason that he is problematic is because he first of all, has cheated on all of his girlfriends, said not sorry to any of them, has constantly, like, scammed on women and also just been a shitty person. Like, he, like, borrows money from people and doesn't pay them back. And mainly he, you know, like, the cheating on things. So it's like, I don't want to be friends with someone who has no remorse for someone's feelings, who will cheat on somebody and just think that it's okay because they're a dude and they can just do that because they're, like, you know, attractive. That doesn't make any sense at all, right? Like, just because you're a dude, you're allowed to do some shit or, like, you're, like, I don't know. Like, that's so fucking... And he's like, yeah, well, these girls, like, should have known, like, that, like, I'm a player. And it's like, no, that's not, that's not a thing. But anyway, so it's like, I've gotten in conversations with my two other friends who are still friends with him because I just don't understand how they can be friends with him when he's, like, so blatantly not a good person to other people, you know? And it's like... I mean, I don't know. I kind of am going off a little bit of a rant. Have you talked like, to those people that allow, like, this person in their life oh, and, yeah. like, allow them to, like, perpetuate this type of behavior? Oh, yeah. No, definitely. And I've, like, been, like, you guys... And I, I've explained my points. It's, like, you guys... He did these things to this person. 
there's like evidence he's admitted to it he's never apologized and he expects things from people even though he doesn't deserve them like he's asked me for like comps to a show and things Mm -hmm. like that and it's like how can you be the type of person you are and not understand that there are repercussions to your actions and the reason that he doesn't understand that is because he has people who are still backing him up for no reason there's no reason to keep backing this person up and giving them a platform to keep staying the way that they are. Yeah. And there's no accountability when you still have friends when you treat people shitty. Like, does he have, like, a certain amount of social clout? Like, I mean, there's a reason why people are still backing him, whether he's manipulative or, like, there's successful. I mean, he's not successful. Like, he, you know, whatever. I don't want to, like, yeah. shit talk him. It's just essentially, like... They're friends with him because they've been friends with him for so long is the thing. And they're like bro code. And bro code is a really big part of toxic or like even a really big part of masculinity where it's like, I'm going to be friends with my bro even if he's like a shitty dude. It's like, that's not okay. Like, I don't really agree with that because like, say if I had a friend and like growing up, like maybe we're friends from like first grade. Yeah. And now we're like adults and like, maybe I'm like learning like what it is to be a more like better person or a better man better human being and this person isn't and they do something sketchy like i i feel like i'm not a good friend if i don't talk to them about it and try to like you know have them like understand like what they're doing is wrong it's like you know what i'm saying like yeah the bro code's bullshit because like if you just back them that just essentially again perpetuates their behavior but i mean instead of like if you're really their homie you can be like yo dude like this is wrong this is why it's wrong. Like, let's figure this out. Yeah, and I mean, but that's, like, the problem, right? Like, people don't think like that. And they just are like, well, it's easier to just stay friends with him, even though he's, like, not a great person. Or if they think like it, they're too scared. Because, like, being a masculine person that, like... Why do you think that? Like, do you think that people are scared to, like, kind of stand up to that kind of stuff? I mean, I've been scared to stand up to... to friends and family and people that have like been abusive towards me or like even in the scenario that i described when i've seen friends do shitty things it's like damn i've been this dude's boy like for for years and i've been pretty shitty for like a good half of them like if i try to go up to him and be like yo like this is what you're doing like who am i so like it brings out a lot of my insecurities and also like like fears of like what is this person going to do? Like, they're just, like, I don't know. In my experiences, like, they're A personalities and, like, they can really easily, like, sway votes. Yeah, and I mean, like... For lack of a better term. I feel like... So how do you think that the, like, I don't know. Is this the word... Is this the right word? Dichotomy? Like, how does the, like, difference between, like, bro code and, like, you know, your female friends, like, getting treated that way or even vice versa? Like, I know girls who kind of do the same thing where they're, like... I'm better than you and like I like I I know a bunch of girls and I feel like this kind of falls into like the masculinity like toxicness yeah where they're like oh like well I'm a girl so like they totally want to fuck me it's like no that's not how that works like do you have like friends who kind of view it that way or like do you know like it's more like protect your own yeah whether it's man woman race like whatever the separation is against like the minority it's protect your own yeah like if it's your brother or your sister but like my dad said like said 
this thing to me back in the day when like I was like a shitty kid like getting into trouble and he's like listen and this wasn't exactly what he said it was like if you like you know fuck up and get in trouble come to me and I will help you like yeah. get through it and get better but if you try to hide it from me and like someone else comes to me and brings it to light like I'm gonna fucking flash on yeah, you yeah but see like the, the what you just said is like we'll get better it's like I the whole like shoving it under the rug thing is where like the problems I think yeah. stem you know that's it's people just like are like oh like I didn't see it so I don't know like I don't know I don't have the answer to that because like there's like there's like things that are happening right now in the Bay Area in 2018 where this is very prevalent and I'm still at a loss of words and answers to like how to deal with it. Yeah, no, I get you. I just don't know what to do. And like I've talked to like my close friends and it's like, well, we know that this is wrong. How do we approach it? And sometimes the parties that are like involved just aren't willing to like take ownership almost. It's Man, like who? how do you police like a society when you're a party of two or three? Before. Yeah, totally. Well, let's go ahead and uh, segue back into some music, and we'll be back on. This is BFF.fm. I'm a sensitive urban female, and we're with Moses, and you are listening to Slightly Sobbing. Our topic is toxic masculinity, and thank you for tuning in. We'll be right back. I'm emotional. I don't want to be.
walking Scott Street feeling like a stranger With an open heart, open container I've got a stack of mail and a tall can It's a shower, beer, it's a payment over my head Every night when I go to bed Spending money and I earned it When I'm lonely that's when I'll burn it Do you feel
lighted up, lay by his side. Nights like this, without a kiss, I'd watch him paint on his canvas. Oh, but Anthony never chose me.
back on bff.fm i am sensitive urban female and we are here with moses hey how's it going hey so before we left the break we were kind of just unpacking why men or even women kind of fall into toxic masculinity traits um and moses and i were just chatting a little bit before this break about how we've kind of displayed it as well um i mean i guess i can go a little bit first but i've had you know partners in the past where i i expect them to make the first move because that's kind of what is ingrained in my mind and like i'm like oh the dude is masculine they have to do all of these types of things to be masculine you know like taking the lead being the strong one in the relationship like you know even as far as like oh like the guy has to pay for things because like he's the one that makes the most money like historically which is what people kind of still fall into even though that's not necessarily what it's like anymore like you know females and like males and everybody that's kind of in between makes their own revenue um it's not you know it doesn't fall on the generic masculine male trait um so even like those types of things where i you know was younger and i was expecting all of those things because of the toxic I don't know, I guess, traits that were displayed before me. Was it toxic to you when you were, like, waiting for that dude to hit you up? Or? You know, it, it, like, it, it, yeah, detrimental, definitely, because, like, when they didn't or, like, didn't mm. pay, I would, like, be, like, weirdly offended or, like, oh, what's wrong with oh, me? wow, that's interesting. Thing. When I was younger, yeah. you know, like, 20 and younger. When I became, like, an adult and started making my own money and, like, realizing that, like, I don't need people to take care of me, it shifted. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of, you know, started to unpack all of these things where it's like, oh, I don't need, I'm not expected to have sex with this person if they bought me dinner or I'm not expected to have this person buy me dinner type things, you know, like, yeah. just social norms where it's like, oh, this has been taught to me, but it's not necessarily right. Um, and I think that you kind of have similar... Uh, thoughts on that where it's like you at a younger age you kind of had these expectations or like things that were put upon you that you didn't really necessarily agree with but you kind of just did because of that yeah like um i mean i didn't really date a lot when i was younger um but there were still forms of toxic masculinity that i definitely uh that were like running very strongly in my life and mm -hmm. um i think it comes down to like not valuing women's opinions and their place in this world. And to kind of like describe what I mean is like, you know, cutting people off or women off like mm -hmm. mid sentence ordering for them. Um, just not like checking in yeah, and thinking that like what you think is best for the both of you. And I think that's where the problem lies where like what, I think is best for the both of us is 100% not correct. Like, I think what needs to happen is, you know, you check in with people. So I didn't really date people, but I was like part of like schools and like groups and social friends. And like, I would probably like cut people off or explain things to people or women that I probably shouldn't have been explaining. Like I was a car mechanic for a while and just like my preconceived notions of like maybe that this woman doesn't know how to like 
fix this part on her bicycle or her car and like trying to like instead of explaining it and showing her how just like doing it for her, like t- sp- speaking down to her mm-hmm. i think those are the ways that i displayed a lot of toxic masculinity and then like growing older when i started developing relationships with partners and having partners there was there was like you know some residual masculinity that was coming through whether it was like a little controlling um but yeah, um, I'm still like learning. Dude, no, I mean like I kind of like what you just said, I didn't really think about. And I'm like, oh, that happens all the time, even with friends where it's like like the same friend group I was talking about when we were younger. They wouldn't even listen to us because we were girls, me and my other friends. And they, they would always have these like really in-depth um, like discussions or arguments even about like certain topics. And we would try to like you know kind of like jump in and give our opinions and we were always shut down always over spoken um like we you know like oh i don't know how to put this everyone always like spoke over us when we were trying to explain things and it was so disconcerting and it like made us so mad and i remember like not understanding that like and we, we were mad you know at like 18 like 16 and 18 and now i am like i am not ever going to like let that happen because at first i was like okay well like whatever like this is annoying but this is just how it is yeah now i don't feel that way and that's kind of like you know a good shift as you get older but that's like definitely like a toxic trait where it's like oh my thoughts and my feelings are way more valid than like what you're saying yeah like something as simple as like you know i don't know and sometimes people like coin this as old fashioned or like ordering for people mm-hmm. or like whatever. And I think it's kind of, it's dumb. And I think when you're younger, like when you're in that like environment and you're like 16 and someone just cuts you off and speaks for you, like your yeah. boyfriend, like I don't think you understand and recognize it that what's happening, but like essentially it's cutting down at who you are and your self esteem that like, oh, like I need this person to answer for me or order for me mm-hmm. or whatever. And I think it like, it just like that's where it plants its seed for you and yeah. that's where it becomes toxic does that make sense no totally and it's like even with politics like i know a bunch of adults who are like oh i i just vote how my husband votes and i'm like dude what? that's my mom it's that's so straight my me. mom like my mom was like yeah like whatever my dad did and i was like wait but like do you have opinions like i know you guys are different and there's different opinions on certain things and like i mean not to like harp on my mom like yeah. they've they're they're old timers like fuck it like they're good but yeah it goes back a long time and like it's just like that shouldn't be like the norm you know like we should be able to do everything on our own and it's like yeah if me and like my partner have the exact same views on things then that's cool but that's also not realistic and isn't like normal like that doesn't actually happen like my like my partner and i fight all the time about like certain social issues and we you know have discussions and it's really helpful because we can do that but i don't think a lot of partnerships especially more like cookie cutter ones have that capability which is like really problematic and sad i mean as long as both of you guys are making the time and space to hear each other out and like like think about what each other is saying and like have a discussion that's great um but yeah i don't know um i think even outside of relationships there's this this thing right so like 
say at the workplace and like this is happening this has happened in a few of my jobs where it's like there'll be like a manager that's like a dude yeah and like the assistant manager is like a woman yeah and like she'll bring up ideas and like he's like nah whatever and i'll like be lower than the assistant manager and i'm like yo dude like what's up with this idea and he's like oh that's sick and you're like <laughs> I just that, that person <laughs> just said it and like i'll like like my homegirls will be like yo like you need to bring this up yeah because of like he just doesn't listen to me and i see that in my workplace i struggle that struggle with that in like the like the social groups that i'm in mm-hmm. like i've been playing music for like a good half of my life and only the past few years i've like been able to have the opportunity to play like music and be in a creative space with women yeah and i've found myself like learning because you know explaining things or mansplaining things or like not like really giving them their space to like say what they want and or, or what they feel is something that i'm learning um and it's difficult yeah I really have to pay attention to it and I don't I'm it's not shutting me away from like doing it but like you know it's all over the place man it's all over like even as a car mechanic or like when you go to like guitar center mm-hmm. like when my bass player was like telling me like she walked in and like was asking for something and like the dude was just like not hearing her out even though she knows hella stuff and she's a ripper yeah and this dude doesn't even know what he's talking about but like he wasn't like hearing her yeah like that's toxic because like deep down inside even though she's a badass and she's strong like that's affecting her yeah like at the end of the day like you know yeah no i completely understand what you're saying and it's it happens everywhere and it's like not okay and we all need to try to work really hard to get rid of like anything that's associated with toxic masculinity because at the end of the day, if you don't realize that things are going on like that, then it's part of the problem, clearly, which is, like, so, like, oh, my God, part of the problem. But, but how like, do you realize it, right? Like, I th- like, how do you think that we... We just have to be more accountable. And it's, like, there are things we need to be aware of, like, interrupting women or, you know, saying that women deserve rape or whatever. Like, and it's not just women. It sucks because there's, like, so many different types of people that this affects and i think that it's like hard because people are like okay well then we'll just be nicer to women it's like no we all have to be nicer to each other <laughs> like i mean i don't think we're gonna find this the answer to this and i think it's like a very more complex uh discussion but i think some of the things that like we can probably be conscious of is like being empathetic uh being conscious like being able to put each like ourselves in other people's places or shoes mm-hmm. and like genuinely like listening to people i think a lot of people talk to people but don't have discussions like you know you can talk to someone and they talk back to you but there's like no fluidity in like those conversations and i think that kind of stuff will eventually paired with the other things that i mentioned will eventually like lead to people understanding each other and maybe like learning that like this shit's fucked up yeah like the way it's you like treat also just people. like an ego thing too it's like let's go ahead and check your ego everyone is a human you don't have to prove anything to anyone because i feel like masculinity has a lot of like i need to prove that i'm strong and it's like you don't need to prove yeah. anything you need to do literally what you just said moses like be empathetic that's all that like anyone needs to do and then i think that that will like do strides you know for yeah. the community or 
whoever is in your social circles. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't have the answers. <laughs> I'm still a work in progress. Every we're all work in progresses, and like that's like what the point is. If you were, if everyone was perfect, then this like wouldn't be the you know the world's just never gonna be like that. But it, we can always strive to make it at least comfortable for people who we care about and who are around us, and even people we don't know, you know. And I'm I think like even like just to like to give like a little bit of uh, the next step for myself or people listening or even yourself is like, there's not like always the right answer, but if you feel that something's wrong, you guys can just like, like I've just like brought it up or people have just brought it up and we don't know, we're all fumbling through this, but if something feels wrong or inaccurate or like harmful or toxic, you're like, hey, like why did you do that? Like that seems fucked up and like kind of work through it. I think like starting the conversation is half the battle. Totally. And just kind of like keeping people accountable. Accountability. Yeah. Um, anyways, we're going to segue back into music. Uh, right up next is It's Been Days by Tribe of Pie, who is a local artist who was on my previous show about a year or two ago. I'm they're really sure. good friends with my with two of my bandmates, actually. They're <gasps> from like San Jose. Yeah, they're so good. Yeah, I saw them play uh, a house show at this house two streets down from my house like a year ago at the Yellow Room yes. in Oakland. Try the Pie are like, they're really, man, they're, they're, they're so good. good. And they're probably playing a show around here because I think that they live in San Francisco now. So Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen them at the park set a few times. Check it out. They're um. sick. <laughs> um, and Moses actually has to leave now, but... Thank you for joining us. Um, yeah. We're here for another 24 minutes, everybody, so stay tuned. I hope you guys are having a good time listening to Slightly Sobbing Reboot. Um, anyways, this is Moses. We're talking about toxic mas- masculinity. I know how to speak. Don't worry. And uh, this is Slightly Sobbing on BFF.fm.
Maybe Friday I can get tickets for the dance, and I'll take you. Won't you tell your dad get off my? Rock and roll is here to stay. We'll come inside. Well, it's okay. And I'll shake you. Won't you tell me what you're thinking of? Would you be an outlaw for my love? If it's so, let me know. If it's no, well I can go. I won't make.
Most beautiful thoughts are always besides the darkest. Today I seriously thought about killing you. I contemplated, premeditated murder. And I think about killing myself and I love myself way more than I love you, so. Today I thought about killing you. Premeditated murder. You'd only care enough to kill somebody you love. The most beautiful thoughts are always inside the darkest. Just say it out loud to see how it feels. People say, don't say this, don't say that. Just say it out loud, just to see how it feels. Weigh all the options. Nothing's off the table. Today I thought about killing you premeditated murder. I think about killing myself, and I, I love myself way more than I love you. The most beautiful thoughts are always besides the darkest. I think this is the part where I'm supposed to say something good to compensate it so it doesn't come off bad. <laughs> but sometimes I think really bad things, really, really, Really bad things. And I love myself way more than I love you. See, if I was trying to relate it to more people, I'd probably say I'm struggling with loving myself because that seems like a common theme, but that's not the case here. I love myself way more than I love you. And I think about killing myself. So best believe, I thought about killing you today. Premeditated murder. I called up my loved ones. I called up my cousins. I called up the Muslims. Said I'm about to go dumb. Get so bright, it's no sun. Get so loud, I hear none. Scream so loud, got no lungs. Hurt so bad, I go numb. Time to bring in the drums that put her up, 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 pump. Set a new tone on them. Set the nuke off on them. I need coke with no rum. I taste coke on her tongue. I don't joke with no one. They'll say he died so young. I done had a bad case of too many bad days. Got too many bad traits. Use the floor for ashtrays. I don't do shit halfway. I'ma clear the cachet. I'ma make my name last. Put that on my last name. It's a different type of rules that we obey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Season, nigga, we obey. We was all born to die, nigga, DOA. Niggas say they hero, mm, I don't see no cape, mm, I don't see no, mm, yeah, I don't see no, mm, mm. if I wasn't shining so hard, wouldn't be no shade. Buff weed ass nigga, it's gonna be okay. Young nigga shit, nigga, we don't age. I thought I was fast, my Debo ways. Even when I went broke, I ain't break. How you gon' hate, nigga? We go way 
when I had the braids and you had the wave cap. Drop a pin for the fade and I'm on my way. Hey, stop. Don't get sacked in the map, you know, homie, don't play that. Pay the five marks bill, cause this shit they got way back. They wanna see me go, hey, hey, hey. All you gotta do is speak on yay. All you gotta do is speak on yay. All right, we are back. This is Slightly Sobbing on BFF.fm. I am currently in the studio alone. Um, This is Sensitive Urban Female. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, What you just heard was Kanye West's new song, and I believe that it's pretty toxic uh, with masculinity, at least like him being so honest. And, you know, I, I kind of appreciate that but then again i i definitely think that it's problematic um but i hope that you guys had a good time we had a good time and please tune in we're gonna be here every uh wednesday at 4 a.m so you should definitely have a good time listening to that and i know you guys are all up at this time (laughs) but thank you so much for uh being here i hope you have a good rest of your night and up next we're gonna be playing some chastity belt so have a good rest of your night or morning i guess we're in the morning i'm recording at night but we're in the morning <laughs>